Chapter Thirty Nine of Pee Wee Harris on the Trail. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pee Wee Harris on the Trail by Percy Keys Fitzhugh. Chapter Thirty Nine Betrayed. The next morning they folded their tents like the Arabs and moved to a spot which Pee Wee recommended on the opposite side of the island why he liked it i do not know for it was a quiet spot perhaps he liked it because it was retiring and modest and kept in the background as one might say it seemed to breathe peacefulness which was peewee's middle name it afforded a fine view of east ketchum the thriving community on the east shore of kidder lake and the crystal spring and stalking facilities and better shelter of the stately solemn pines seemed in accordance with scout requirements well we're here because we're here said scoutmaster ned sitting down on two loaded grocery boxes after his last trip if the spring water doesn't come to us we come to the spring water not half bad at that he added looking about indeed they had not been familiar with the eastern shore of the island and now they contemplated the discovery of christopher columbus peewee not without surprise and satisfaction when i go to a place i always leave it lucky for the place interrupted nick in his dry drawling way i always go on expeditions peewee explained i even discovered islands and things i discovered a mountain once up at temple camp only somebody discovered it before i did i discovered this place day before yesterday when i was tracking a mud turtle once i found a peninsula only it wasn't there the next day who took it the tide came up and it was under water do you want me to show you how to make drain ditches around tents they put up the tents and dug drain ditches around them and cleared a place for the campfire and brought wood for it they chopped supports for their mess board and drove them into the pine carpeted earth and laid the long boards upon them to do peewee justice the place was an ideal camping spot and what was one day's work of moving against almost an entire month of camping in that sequestered glen among fragrant pines you've got the right idea scout harris said scoutmaster ned it was a a inspiration said peewee do you have those often nick asked oh boy i have them all the time but how about a landing place the scout asked who wants to go to east ketchum anyways said norris we should bother our heads about a landing place leave it to me i'll fix it peewee said in the late afternoon they sprawled about and found the velvet coverlet of pine needles restful to their weary bodies well it's all over but the shouting said scoutmaster ned all we need is i'll do it shouted peewee what the shouting asked nick here comes a boat said another scout maybe somebody's going to discover the island said peewee there are two men in it said another they're rowing straight for us maybe this is their camping spot said fido norton i knew this place was too good to be missed all this time if it's their place leave it to me i'll fix it peewee announced vociferously that relieves us said scoutmaster ned lying back on the ground after sitting up to inspect the approaching boat we are safe in the hands of scout harris let them come we should worry our young lives the boat made straight for the new camp and it appeared to contain two men one who was rowing wore a large straw hat and his suspenders were visible they're scoutmasters peewee shouted this seemed as good a guess as any the two men landed drew the boat up very methodically and approached the camp good afternoon said scoutmaster ned dragging himself to his feet and 
seating himself upon a grocery box beautiful fall weather we're having just a little crisp out on the water eh won't you sit down you can find something to sit on whether the weather was crisp or not the man who spoke first was very crisp indeed you in charge of these lads he asked well we're all sort of in charge of each other said scoutmaster ned i guess i'm the goat he's all right Pee-wee said you take it from me well said the man in a drawling but ominously conclusive tone my name is rodney burchell rodney and this is mr wise mr barnabas wise we came from east ketchum i don't blame you said scoutmaster ned i'm happy to meet you gentlemen this is a sort of table de hoyt scout outfit that you see here two troops and a couple of sundries will you stay and have supper with us we ain't for interfering in no boy's pleasures said mr barnabas wise but it's our duty to tell you that we're the school committee of the village of east ketchum and so long as these youngsters has moved into the town limits of east ketchum they have to report to school at nine o'clock tomorrow morning the town line between east ketchum and west ketchum runs right through the middle of this island a gaping silence followed this horrible pronouncement we and uh, we are just camping here pending began scoutmaster ned it ain't no question of pending said mr burchell rodney the ordinance of the village of east ketchum says that every miner we're not miners we're scouts Pee-wee shouted the ordinance of the village of east ketchum mr rodney proceeded ignoring the boisterous interruption says that every miner which is spelled with an o between the ages of eight years and fifteen years resident or visiting or otherwise domiciled you can't say i'm domiciled Pee-wee began or otherwise domiciled the terrible man continued must attend school in said village except upon cause of illness i'm sick a lot Pee-wee yelled i expect to have a cold very shortly said nick in his funny way determined and certified by a physician in good standing them's the very words of the village law and we come to tell you that all these youngsters will have to report for school at nine a m tomorrow morning in said village of east ketchum foiled said nick falling back on the ground horrors and confusion said fido norton that we should live to hear this moaned charlie norris oh what have we stepped into another groaned holding his forehead in a way of despair you mean what have we been drawn into said another oh that it should come to this what have we done what have we done sighed still another as for scoutmaster ned he gave one terrific groan perhaps it was a roar of abandoned mirth and fell backward off the grocery box only the fixer remained silent his eyes stared his mouth gaped but not a word said he it was napoleon at waterloo scout harris had no words or else he had so many that they got jumbled up in his throat and would not come out and as he stood there bearing up under that mortal blow the conquering legion consisting of two members of the east ketchum school board withdrew with an air of great conclusiveness and dignified solemnity to the shore then and only then did scoutmaster ned sit up and rub his eyes holding his splitting sides the while he gazed after that official delegation constituting the entire school board he gave one look at the fixer and the fixer's face was worth looking at and at the gaping countenances all about him then he fell back again and shook as if he had a fit and rolled over and buried his face in his folded arm and roared and roared and roared retreat 
retreat across the line a disorderly retreat this is our only hope who will lead a disorderly retreat the desperate cry was not unanswered i will said fido norton get the stuff together every scout for himself our freedom hangs on a disorderly retreat vaccination i mean evacuation is our only hope our freedom is more dear than our lives give me vacation or give me death we've been foiled by a school principal disguised as a boy scout remember his pal the manual training teacher spies traitors we fell into their clutches follow me we will foil the schools yet every scout grab his own stuff or anybody else's and retreat as disorderly as possible our liberty is at stake i love the west shore so much lee now that i wouldn't even knock the west shore railroad End of chapter 39